0: and welcome in to the penny bloom podcast it is i colton robertson and i am joined today by joseph george
1: what's up homie oh what up what up it was a pleasure to be here
0: oh and it is always a pleasure to have you especially considering we are concluding for the first
1: time a franchise a quartet a quartet. what is it is that is it is there our official name like we have trilogies a, quad, a quadrilogy is that really what it's called i'm guessing so that's actually sick i didn't even put that together that's way cooler yeah, quadrilogy um, uh
0: yeah we uh we we got the last of the christopher reeve superman movies superman Four: the quest for peace uh, mm-hmm. today and i'm left in a shockingly good spot with superman 4 given uh the previous weeks with uh and howard the duck superman 4 oh. on the horizon had been seeming like it would be according to pretty much everything you read the worst of the worst
1: among among our uh among our coverage but uh i, I don't know I, how anyone can confidently say that this movie is worse than superman 3 like I don't or like supergirl me. like there's no there's, there's no, no way. way there's no there's, way. there's it's not Superman 1 or 2, that's for no, sure. No, not but even like,
0: close, yeah. But... but,
1: like, it's not bad. This was not bad. Like, I'm actually in shock that people hate this movie so much. Yeah, like, I, I am even, too. Let's... I don't know. Even the crazy parts of the movie weren't really that crazy to me. I, don't, I wasn't, I don't know. I wasn't really there's, shocked there's at all. There's
0: really only one one moment in this movie, and I'll, I'll we'll get to it, but, like, that I just go... Okay. What the fuck? But, uh... Superman Four the quest for peace was released on July 24th, 1987. It was, uh, written, uh, the screenplay was by Lawrence Connor and Mark Rosenthal with a story by those two and Christopher Reeve. And it was directed by Sidney J. Fury, who, uh, uh, didn't, uh, didn't have a lot else under his belt of note besides Superman Four for the rest of his career or prior to that in his career. Uh, I will say, like, like, like we kicked off this podcast, I am shocked at how much I enjoyed this movie. Um, I, uh, pretty much the whole fucking time I was just kind of like, I was at the very least having a ton of fun with this movie and, uh, it's, it's an easy, it's an easy messaging to get behind, you know, anti-nuclear war. What's, so uh, what's not to like there, you know?
1: You were muted. Sorry. Yes, there was a helicopter going outside my window, and I didn't know if you could hear it or not. Oh, um. No. Anyway, but I don't. I don't understand how. Like, there are some wacky parts of the movie. I mean, yeah, and what? What it come out in eighty seven? Okay, mm-hmm. it's still an eighties movie. You know, I, I'm so I'm not throwing like it's it's still cheesy a little bit, whatever. But like, I think the hatred is just the people who aren't anti like nuclear. Like, I feel like it's just like, they hate the premise of the movie. So they hate the movie itself. I don't think like, because there's no way that like critically you could say, put it below Supergirl or Superman three. Like there, I, I
0: I really don't think so. Especially since we got our, we got our man's back. We got Lex Luthor back in the mix. We got Margot Kidder back as Lois Lane in a prominent role in this movie. Now, uh, the 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 gripes I do have with this movie do come from the fact that they just like refuse to let Lois know Clark is Superman. I'm just like come on now, this is this is the last
1: movie. Like I really thought whenever he was telling her again and doing it their whole you know first date thing again i thought that was their way of being their way of being like all right let's just get this over with and have her know from now on yeah but then and he then- kissed her again and i'm like what the fuck i was like what the fuck like they're doing that again
0: yeah that was the shit that made me go okay yeah that was that was bad i didn't like like but um i did all in all really really enjoy this movie you know uh, i think it's i think it's a really fun one and you know to have the premise be built upon, especially at this time, 1987 in the midst of a potential nuclear crisis, it was very, very timely. Uh, yeah. And I thought um, they, I thought they did pretty, pretty well, you know, uh, it didn't, there was a, there was a line they had to toe where it was borderline propagandic, but I still don't think they went all the way over it until, uh, until the very, the very end when he's like, it's not my place. You will be on the brink. And, uh, but uh, there will be good people fighting for fight, fighting for good, and uh, mm. I was like, okay, we we're we we're, we're almost there. That kind of kind of cinched it for us. But uh,
1: I mean, it's a pretty neutral message, though, is the thing. He's like, if you try for peace hard enough, your governments will forcefully have to give it to you. You know, it's mm-hmm. like you're not really taking much of a stance there. You're just saying like, hey, if you want peace hard enough, you'll find it. So I mean, it's like I don't. I can't oh, yeah it's uh, it's pretty it, I mean that's what Superman would have to do though in real life. this is the real real world, you know, metropolis, whatever, but like they're on earth this is they're talking about a real issue that's mm. in real life, and like no, nah, I mean, I don't know, I love that he he walks in uh what's the building that he walked in what was that was that that wasn't the u like I don't know is that in metropolis?
0: What, uh, which, which one?
1: Oh, yeah, duh. You don't, you can't read my mind. Uh, like the, whenever he spoke in front of all the world leaders, um, and they were like,
0: no, I don't think that is in Metropolis. I think he was, I think he headed out to some sort of conference, uh, maybe the United Nations or something like that. Yeah.
1: Uh, I love how, like, there, he was like, I don't represent anybody. Um, and they're like, all right, well, you're going to need a sponsor then. And he turns around, everyone's like, yep like okay,
0: this movie did so fucking well. is that like i'm like I'm left like adaptation wise yeah there's a couple there's a couple spots in this movie where it's like Superman can't do that um <laughs> where he just when he looked, rebuilds, like, the rebuilds the wall of china <laughs> yeah, like what what's going on there? you know uh I was just kind of like, okay, sure. Um, but mm-hmm. they got the spirit so, so thoroughly, I think, you know, anytime he, when he saves the Russians at the beginning and he's like, those like he, he speaks in the Russian language mm-hmm. and tells them like, uh, you'll be safer in here, happy to help. And then like later on in the movie, when he does it with the Italians and stuff like that, like, it was just so, it was very cool to see him mm-hmm. speak to people in their language and them be appreciative of who Superman is. It was, it was kind of the first time we've seen him. Not American. Yeah. Yeah. Like for him to go not full blown. I mean, like he's got, he's got some interesting priorities later on in the movie with the, with the flag on the moon. Yeah. Uh, He's like, gotta put that back up. All right. Now I can go help. Uh, But But I I think
1: the movie starts out with him saving the Russians though. I think that's Mm -hmm. pretty important. Like if this movie, like, if they don't involve Russians whatsoever, you know, it, it's just the Russian bad guy at the end that's just funding or, you know, the mm. one random, I don't know, whatever, the leader. I don't know if that was, like, their dictator or whatever, who he was supposed yeah, right. to be. But uh, if that was the only Russian in the movie, like, I feel like this movie gets a lot, way more hate, like, yeah, yeah. than, than if they, I don't know, I feel like they addressed it very early on. They are like, yeah, look, he's saving Russians, too. This is just a movie about the yeah, uh, of he's, all of, he's know. being a hero
0: you know he's this is this is who superman like and that was so important when he did go speak at the united nations when he's like uh i don't i don't speak on behalf of any country that is not that is not my aim
1: mm. you know
0: and i uh i ultimately love the resolution of this movie even though uh you know like my own my only gripe with this movie is that it so clearly feels like, they filmed a movie that was probably about 45 minutes longer than this, and then they were forced to edit it down to an hour and a half. Because if a movie is an hour and 29 minutes, if a movie is, like, right there, an hour and 59 minutes, like Thor Love and Thunder and, like, all these all these sorts of movies, yeah, that was studio-mandated. We want it to be less than this length. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that this isn't even, like, an hour and 34 minutes, they were like, no,
1: get that shit under an hour and a half. Um and the thing is though, is like the first fifty minutes, the first hour of the movie, it feels like it is a two hour movie, and that's the pace it's going at. But right. then like once the weird stuff starts happening, basically, you know, it's like all right, bang, always, bang, bang, bang,
0: bang, bang. Villain, man. As soon as they start introducing some sort of villain, <laughs> it becomes like it's like, ah, I know y'all had to do something here, but like, did it have to be this? Uh Nuclear man was a, an interesting cat. And like, it is interesting. The original conception of this was that he was a bizarro version of Superman. It was going to be played by Christopher Reeve and they were going to have uh, like a, like a, a true clone, but then they thought that would be too close to what happened in Superman three with the face off that he had with himself. And they were like, all right, let's just take it a whole new direction. And uh, mm. I'm, I'm, I, I gotta think that if the villain's played by Christopher Reeve, it goes a little better.
1: Um, just having a villain that just grunts, you know, like and just screams and just—I don't know—like having a Lex Luthor, having you know, like a villain who you that, you that, have a personality a behind you, like yeah, like the, the
0: Lex Luthor sicked him on Superman. It's like yeah. because like a Luthor clone here. of
1: him, kind of. In yeah, it's like, a, it's like that's like how a, they played it. It's like it's mix. made from Superman but yeah. fathered from Luther. Like Luther. Um yeah. Uh, wow.
0: And it was it was nice to have Gene Hackman back uh, as Lex Luthor again, you know. Uh I I loved him the whistling Mozart in the in the, the yard. And then whenever he gets <laughs> delivered back to the same same place, like I don't think that's how prison works, but yeah, sure, let's go ahead and just put him <laughs> right back where he was uh they all they all whistle at him uh that
1: was that was funny yeah he decided his uh sentence he was like all right, see you in 20 years like superman took him to superman didn't just skip the whole process <laughs> he was like fuck it Well, i guess maybe he just put him back and he was just continuing his term maybe i think is so what... i think so okay maybe that's, yeah, that's what kind it was of like what they
0: were trying to go for but uh... mm. No, yeah, uh, there there were a few there were a few interesting things about this movie, you know, the uh, the introduction the introduction of the uh, warfields. The uh th- this movie had a lot to say on a lot of fronts about uh, mm. uh journalism and the uh the the importance of sensationalism and the the propagandic nature of media along with the uh like stoking nuclear war via the warmongers who are getting paid for all of it. Like I frankly i sooner rewatch this movie than i do superman 3 uh supergirl howard the duck or batman 66 like the i think the only two that i really hold above this movie are superman 1 and 2 which is kind of crazy like uh i just i certainly did not expect
1: it i i don't know after superman 3 i was like all right let's just get through it you know i i i, I wasn't expecting horrible but i was expecting just something along the lines of superman 3 and i'm coming out of this one like yes i think it's very clear that superman 1 and 2 are better but like i think superman 4 is closer to superman 2 than it is superman 3 interesting
0: okay i can i can dig that i can dig that yeah i'm uh i'm i'm left in a place where i'm uh i'm sp- I'm just surprised at how at how well this movie resonated with me. Uh, And it it is because of the messaging. You know, I think that all in all, it's more the idea of this movie than the execution of the movie that really, really gets me there. Uh, Mm. Because again, it is the spirit of Superman that they brought to life really effectively here. The uh, the idea that he would want to rid the earth of of nuclear weapons and at the behest of a child who wrote to him begging him to do something about it like. That's all really, really cool. You know, like, that's exactly what I kind of want out of my Superman mm. stories. Um, and I, uh, in the lowest lane of it all, the the semi-love triangle with, uh, what was it, Lacey Warfield? Is that, was that what her name was?
1: I think that sounds right. Yeah, let me get, I keep get the IMD pulled up. Um, that sounds right. Yeah, Lacey Warfield.
0: Uh. That was that was an interesting little touch, you know, the double date where he had to he had to play both Superman and Clark. It's like at some point, <laughs> at the very least, Lois has to realize, like Lois is not a dumb person, you know. And I thought they were getting there whenever she whenever she visits him later when he's man, sick.
1: that would have been nice if she did figure it out on her own and they just carried it on from there.
0: Yeah, like and she she goes like. And if you see him, like, she talks to him like he's Superman, but doesn't make that leap. And it's like, come on now, just let Lois know you're Superman. Let's just get this shit out of the way. I'm a... Lois can handle herself. You're always there to protect her. Like, come on now. You you, you protect her all the time anyway. Let's not kid ourselves. Uh, Anyone who wants to Mm. get at Superman knows they can get at Lois Lane anyway. You might as well just date her.
1: Yeah. No. It's not, not fair. Fine. Have to love all of humanity, not one. Not it's just one. Not fair. Now yeah. let me wipe your memory.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. And the, uh, see, and there that part of the movie where he's, uh, where he's sick is one of those parts of the movies that really, really could have benefited from fleshing out a little bit extra screen time. Uh, because he's just sick as fuck. Then the next time we see him, he's withered away. He's an old man, on the brink of death. Like, like, what the fuck happened there? Then the next time we see him after that, he's just fine, and he's standing outside of a uh, outside of the Empire State Building, and it's like, wow, okay, there was very clearly a good thirty minutes of storytelling that probably got lost to the cutting. Uh,
1: definitely, I, I bet it's the the last remaining power crystal, whatever. He had Mm -hmm. to use that in order to save him, and like it showed him putting it in. But then the next shot was just him okay, yeah, like kind of all good. So I bet, I bet, like he had a conversation, like uh, or wait, no, I we did get a conversation with some Higher
0: dimension, like higher power, and that was after he was feeling
1: good again, right?
0: Yes, yes, it was.
1: Wait, what? Hold on, I thought he used the power. Wait before.
0: It was when they first introduced the idea of what that crystal was.
1: Um Okay. So we don't know how he used the crystal, we just know that he used the crystal to heal himself yeah, and that was it? Yeah. That was it. That was it. Right. I bet I bet there could and have it been was like, like a, a
0: one time and it was like a one time yeah. thing. That's how the crystal worked.
1: Um I bet there was something like way like I bet that's the deleted stuff. Is him oh, using yeah. it probably like uh Back at it. What's the Fortress of Solitude? Is that was called? Mm-hmm. The Fortress. Yeah. Uh, right, I the don't Fortress. Know why it didn't Solitude. sound right at first, but like I bet like when he uses it, like he has a conversation with his parents, maybe, and he's like, "I have to intervene." Like you know, like I can't, I yeah. can't let this just go on. Like I can't not do anything. Um, I don't know.
0: I got. Yeah, it felt like we got a lot of stuff that was that would have been like actual emotional storytelling for his character in that part. Uh, that probably got nixed a little bit, um, mm. and to mm. and to have spent so much time on Lois and Superman in this movie without any resolution there at all was very interesting as well. Um, mm. but but nevertheless, I'm still I still find myself in a place where I did really really like the movie. You know, uh, that last battle where the nuclear man is just. He's like, take me to her, and he's like, no, stop, I won't do that.
1: No, stop that. Okay, fine, you win. I'll take whatever. You. Oh, don't run in this dark elevator, you idiot.
0: Yeah. Oh, and, and then then the genius move to just go ahead and set him on the moon. Like that doesn't get any sunshine ever.
1: There's literally a dark side of the moon too. Yeah. You could have put him on the other side where the sun wasn't about to be in a little bit. Or, um, I don't know, maybe like sealed up the elevator in some way or buried it. You know, I guess he literally, nuclear man, hammered Superman into the moon. Like he was a fucking steak. And that last little step, the last little... Just completely sunking him in, or sinking him in. Man. Fucking fantastic.
0: I love that this movie forgot humans can't breathe in space.
1: Yeah, dude. He took her up there. She was totally just fine. That's what money can do, though. Nope. She's rich. That's her superpower. Sure. Sure.
0: Yeah, I was just like, that was when I texted you, like, so you're probably still at a point in this movie where you think this is really good, and, uh,.
1: Yeah, I'm like, how is she up there right now? I'm like, no way they're in space space. And then they zoom back and Earth is all the way the fuck over yeah, there. Yeah,
0: like she is in, she's in space. She's not like upper atmosphere. No, like she should be frozen and dead. Um, the part where he froze Superman and the, in, with the freeze breath and stuff, like see, like that's the thing is that it was super campy and super fun to watch. You know, like there, are, it had charm at the very least. You know, it's not like it was, Because the end of Supergirl, that's kind of what I'll compare it to. Because the end of Supergirl was like, it wasn't good. It had, like, very, very little, uh, I mean, charm. I can't find a better word for it. Mm -hmm. Like, it was just kind of like, oh, yeah, we're just going to go ahead and do all this, huh? Mm -hmm. Um, And then, but this movie, it felt like. At least the story was maintained, you know, like, mm. at least we didn't have some sort of demon monster who came out of fucking nowhere, who all of a sudden we've got to defeat. Uh, no, it was a very, it was pretty, it was like a relatively contained story. And I really, really dug that.
1: Yep. Yeah, I don't, I really don't know what they were thinking with that. Like the, a movie created to not even based on any comics, you know, they were just like, fuck it. Let's, let's do this. See how this works out. But no, this the, having it just be more contained, even though you have a guy who was born in the sun and created in the sun, but like then he just comes back to Earth and that's it. You know, it's just it's like
0: detractable nails.
1: And what is it like a poison effect? Like radiation effect? Like what was the Yeah, you know, because like
0: it drained him of his power? Like what the fuck was that? Yeah, you know, like how did wow. it
1: they didn't really explain. It. It's just kinda like he scratched him and I thought like his blades just could cut him i didn't think that it would like slowly over time sort of diminish like, get
0: him... his yeah. ability to be um, alive yeah but... no it's see like that's the thing is that this movie is is marred with a lot of uh a lot of <laughs> holes but it's uh it's got a charm to it and you can tell that like there was a good movie in here you know like if i i truly think that if this has another 30 minutes of screen time Ideally, forty-five minutes of screen time, but thirty—even thirty minutes extra—would have sealed this as as a truly good Superman movie. You know, like I think it was a fun Superman movie and it was charming, but you know, I don't, I don't, I can't honestly tell you I think it was good. Yeah. Um, it yeah. was. It was. It was just all right. Um, and it did have hmm. it did have some basis in comics. I mean, Nuclear Man's not exactly a not exactly a thing in comic books however uh, there has been a nuclear war kind of centric uh comic issue for superman an issue super, superman issue number 408 where the cover has superman in a nuclear wasteland saying they did it they finally had a nuclear war and nobody survived except me and uh mm. that whole issue is kind of him dealing with the idea of nuclear war and what could uh, what could come of it if it did happen and, uh, pretty, pretty graphic imagery in a lot of it, but, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, like they, uh, they really did the thing with that book. I really enjoyed that one.
1: Uh, it is such an interesting, like concept of kind of like the Hulk, how like the Hulk just outlasts everyone. He's like, you know, the last remaining on earth in some storylines, like just like if humans legitimately went, drove themselves to extinction, like he would be the last, like, it's just kind of a cool idea that he would legit just be here. On earth, like by himself, just here, like, I don't know that. I don't know. I love the, I don't know why that story arc or that storyline is just so. It's intriguing,
0: you know, because like, it's the same, it's the same sort of idea that makes like Wolverine an interesting character. It's like, if you are immortal, like, how do you reckon with the fact Mm. that you will never you can't die you know like uh I've always thought that's such a really that's always been a really compelling story idea for for a lot of superheroes and uh Superman obviously has a very obvious weakness and uh in kryptonite but like once everybody's gone nobody's gonna use kryptonite against him you know
1: true. yeah (laughs) who is gonna use kryptonite against him there is no one Um, see when was the when was like the cold war um, from forty-seven to ninety-one. Okay, yeah. so this is like we're still up in it. During mm-hmm. um, sure. the end, though, which is good, I guess. Maybe, so this is like during a time where people are finally like, maybe nukes are pretty bad, huh? Yeah, <laughs> like this is because because this has man comic man issue came out in eighty-five. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: has man ever created a weapon they didn't aim to use? Luth and Rael with the with the realness there. Ooh, but,
1: uh, there we go, a little Andor, a little Andor
0: crossover. But uh, mm-hmm. that was not the only comic book influence on this movie. We've also got John Byrne's iconic Man of Steel arc, but uh, Man of Steel number five in Pacific, in Pacific, in specific, not Pacific,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, where he Lex Luthor has created a clone of Superman, which seems to be the jumping off point for this. Uh, for this storyline where they instead went the nuclear man route, which is bold. It's interesting. It's a, it's an interesting choice, but uh, you know, to each their own, you know, they'll, they'll create what they'll create. And uh, that's one, uh, that's one comic book storyline. I need to go ahead and uh, I need to read all the way through one through Mm. six, the man of steel, because it's a, it's a classic. And I I really do like John Byrne's work. He's a, I specifically loved his work on the sensational she Hulk.
1: Oh, wow. He's, he, this guy here that wrote from 86 wrote She-Hulk? Like a She-Hulk story? Like I guess, yeah, I guess I guess, writers... Yeah, she, oh, so the new.
0: sensational She-Hulk was about the same time as this. Um,
1: oh, wow. Oh, I thought she was a very new character. No, I didn't know no, that she yeah, was... She's, uh, she's no.
0: pretty well established. I think Stan oh, Lee is actually an original oh, creator shit. of the character. Um Fuck. Wow. Yeah, the Savage She Hulk I think was a '70s comic. It's been a it's been a minute that She Hulk's been
1: around. But uh... I did not know that. But you know this this art style is way more vibrant, way more cartoony like mm-hmm. in this one. I, I don't know. I, this one was was really fun to read through. I well, really like this uh, one. Like I guess coming cool. off of the very dark, <laughs> the world is blown up, and I'm right. you know like it's very grainy, old you know kind of more looking comic, and then to to some so colorful. Oh, that's what's those... cool
0: about John Byrne's work too is that he writes and he draws. So he did the oh. pencils here, uh, all the outlining. Someone else did the vibrant colors here, but uh, the colors were by uh, it... Tom Zuko. It looks like, and uh, they hmm. uh, they really dominated that. But yeah, that's the, that's what's cool about John Byrne's She Hulk run too is that he did all the art art for that, and uh, yeah, he's a he's a, he's, a, he's a talented man. Uh, with the with the comic book stuff, but uh, yeah, the Man of Steel number five another influence on it. Next we got Adventure Comics number three eighty seven, where we are introduced to uh Lex Luthor's outlaw nephew, uh, who is in in the comic book story a super <laughs> abled being, but in this movie we've just got Jonathan Cryer, the uh the drummer, um, a two and a half Men fan, and me is just like
1: holy shit, John Cryer. Wait, what is he in Two and a Half Men?
0: I thought John Cryer was uh
1: Is he the Wait.
0: Yeah, he's uh he's one of the main characters in Two and a Half Men.
1: He's Half. the the non Charlie Sheen guy? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, that is him. Yeah. Wait, that's that's the same dude? Yeah, same guy. Dang. I did not I did not recognize him there. I've yeah, I, I know him as is Alan in Two and a Half Men? Alan yeah. Harper. Um, but wow, yeah, I didn't, I didn't recognize him in the movie. Yep, that's that's um, Lenny. That's hmm.
0: that's Lenny right there. And uh, he also, what's interesting about John Cryer too is that he goes on to play Lex Luthor in the Arrowverse on CW. He was Supergirl's Lex Luthor. Um, so n- another nice little pull through to. It Omaha. happens a
1: lot with Superman.
0: Oh, I like loved going back to the bag for that, which I, mm. frankly, I absolutely love those little tidbits like that. That makes that shit so much fun. But, uh, uh, yeah, so he goes on to play Lex Luthor, starts here as Lex Luthor's nephew, uh, the, the ne'er-do-well nephew who, uh, is under bad influence. He takes him to the, <laughs> there is no boy who can't be saved.
1: Mm. Uh,
0: that, that little, uh, school. <laughs> yeah.
1: Fucking yeah. boy. Jeez. Get Luthor to prison and, to well, I guess there you go. There's a you know, he does. Superman's not supposed to align with any sort of uh, I don't know, he doesn't align himself with anything, but he sends him to a, a Catholic school or whatever yeah, right, that happens right. to be, whatever you know, not just like military school or I don't know, whatever. Yeah, but
0: true, true, yeah. yeah. I just thought that was interesting. A nice little homage to the uh the nephew thing for alex Luthor, and what's interesting though is that he's actually facing off with supergirl in that book that one's not even a mm-hmm. superman centric book that's a supergirl centered book and then uh lastly we got action comics number 268 which isn't a huge influence on the movie it's just that the the battle on the moon mirrors a lot of what happened in this movie um which is a uh, un- just kind of cool i thought that was interesting you know a lot of the imagery hercules lifts superman above his head and stuff it all kind of uh all kind of makes sense superman pushes the moon throws the moon like it's uh it's a uh, there's a lot going on there that kind of lines up so i I just thought that all those were interesting to kind of uh go along with this movie and uh mm. nothing uh nothing too groundbreaking there in those comic books though just uh, just some interesting reads
1: yeah, I guess by the fourth movie, I feel like the 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 where it's more fun uh, with the comics is like whenever it's the first of the movie, yeah. um, and seeing like how faithfully they were to the comics, or if if not, you know, if they really wanted to strive away from it and create their own thing, that's cool. You know, I'm not against mm-hmm. that, but like, um, it is nice to see like whenever they can make it work, um, uh, yeah. whenever you can pay homage to comics and make it good at the same time.
0: Well, and I think we'll really get that next week and with Batman 89 as, uh,
1: you know. Which uh, Batman is the actor in this Michael one? Michael Keaton. For okay, Batman so it's Michael Man. Keaton's. Okay. It's the mm. first
0: of the modern uh, modern Batman movies. And uh, that one, you know, we we visited Detective Comics number 27 and Batman number 1 for Batman 66. But I will ask that we revisit them for Batman eighty nine because they're uh, arguably even larger influences on that movie than they were sixty six. So like, uh, that'll be that'll be fun ones when we get there. But uh, how about we do some uh, favorites? How you? Uh...
1: Yeah, yeah. You already, uh, man. That's the thing. It's very slim picking, kind of a little bit. Um, I was trying to think of another character that's not Superman.
0: I don't think you can um, really go with one who's not Superman. And like.
1: i was gonna say maybe lex but like lex doesn't even really have that much in this movie a whole lot like it's just his moments are good but it's nowhere near his performance that i that i liked in in like the first movie but yeah i think character wise it has to be superman here uh for me
0: yeah i think i think it has to be the same for me uh i think they just they just captured the spirit of the character so effectively and uh I can't, I can't confidently give it to anyone else. And I think I got to say the same for the performance. Like, I think I got to go Christopher Reeve yeah. with Superman once again. Um, because, I mean, Gene Hackman as Lex Luthor, always going to be good. But again,
1: not a ton to chew on. Shout out to Margot Kidder for looking just... Uh, she was hot this movie. No, I don't, I don't know, like, she's attractive. She's, she's been good looking. And the other movies, but I don't know what happened. Like she got hotter, I think in this movie. Yeah. And I don't this know.
0: movie's 10 years after the first one.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's I don't know. Like, I think uh, it was like her makeup. I don't know. I think it was just the way she was doing her hair and her makeup in this one. Was yeah, just a she little, was, she
0: was looking good. You know, it was um, the eighties, more eighties more aesthetic than Yeah, maybe 80s. that's it. it just, maybe
1: I just got more of a, a thing yeah, for the eighties, the
0: eighties hair and um, stuff. It just really, yeah. works. I really, yeah. I really fucks with eighties hair.
1: Um, so shout out to her,
0: um, Margot Kidder, wonderful, wonderful looking woman. But, uh yeah, um, maybe a nuclear line, man think...
1: was Mark Pillow. Is that Mark Pillow?
0: Name?
1: Mark Pillow. Um, he's known for Superman Four, Wise Guy in 1988, the year after, and Alaska Kid in 1933. That's all he's in. Uh,
0: man, he's uh, he's done some things, huh?
1: But I mean, I mean, dude was uh dude was Hello? jacked.
0: You know who was a low key great character in this movie was Perry White. Oh, I mm. loved, I loved Perry White in this movie. Uh, you know, the I'm just a reporter who, like, uh, who's fed up with your shit. You know, like uh, I'm right, I I went to the banks and I told them what's going on, and they loaned me the money to buy you out. And I was like, oh man, you're gonna have to be paying that back for a while, huh? Um, yeah, you bought a newspaper on bank loans.
1: Eesh. Well, I mean. It was for the I don't know that that I mean kind of another character that uh like uh yeah Lacey Lacey was her name did we say Lucy
0: no Lacey we said Lacey <laughs> okay uh
1: but like Lacey's come around on it at first like she at first she was very snobby and very yeah I'm rich blah 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 and I'm like yeah it's for the business it's you do whatever we, we need what blah 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 and then like she came around and she was like no like what you're doing is wrong and I don't know. that was. Did he cuz I remember at first um the bi- I don't know what's the actual business dude's name the dad Harry uh, no Warfield Mr. Warfield. Warfield did they just call him Mr. Warfield they even give him a, a first David name David Warfield There it is David um like at first he was like I just paid a, you know close attention to the ledger and then stole the newspaper you know uh company mm-hmm. right right underneath them and then and then Perry kind of comes back in and, and does the same thing to him that, yeah. that he did kind of, you know, in, in, in a way, not the same exact yeah. thing, but yeah.
0: Um, nice little, nice little gotcha there on, on behalf of Perry White, which uh, I really, really dug. I, uh, but yeah, man, I don't. Uh, man, favorite scene though. I'm trying to think. I think, uh, I think favorite scene wise, I think I would go with the double date
1: uh that's that was the that antics
0: was, yeah. of that scene. It was just a lot of fun to see him bounce back and forth as Clark Kent and Superman and I'm out here, Lois and he's like posted up outside <laughs> and he's like, yeah, and then getting caught outside the elevator and having to, he like rides the the fucking thing the whole way out, out the door. Hmm. Oh shoot. I also liked them being uh when Lois came and visited him when he was
1: sick. I thought that was a That was good. I'm thinking, uh, I don't know, maybe I do him speaking to the UN at first, like whenever he brings Jerry, he goes, gets Jeremy, uh, yeah. um, picks him cool. up. He's like, Hey, you want to take a, you know, take a ride with me? Let's go. And yeah. then he like sits him upstairs. He walks in. Everyone's all good. Yeah. For him, you'll need you know? a
0: sponsor. Everyone, yeah. I don't everyone know, it, it was with. a good,
1: a feel good. It was like, ah. I got the 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 feel good strings. Or, yeah, or...
0: and you know it uh, it really effectively showed just how loved Superman is, and how loved he should be. If a uh, and like uh, I I know that there's always fun in the and uh, like the Zack Snyder type Superman ideology where it's like, oh well, he's a god; we should fear him as well. Uh, but it's it's his faith in humanity that tries to that he has to level with us. I also just like when they're like, "Fuck yeah, Superman! You do nothing but good. Love that guy. You know, I, I like that shit."
1: Um, I mean, I'm gonna be real. If there was a Superman on Earth, I'm not a religious man, but I would become religious. Like, I, I would, I would worship a man like Super. I, I mean, fuck. Like,
0: I it'd be, it'd be hard not to. It'd be like, well, plain to see those feats that we were saying Jesus did. This man can just do that shit. Yeah, um,
1: like people tell stories of Jesus, but I'm looking at Superman. You know, yeah. like that, that. I like I could. I don't know, but it's it would be nice just to have someone that could just every nuke that's launched is so. It, was he just staying up in the atmosphere all the time? Did he know the nuke launch schedule? You know it like because I, he
0: I guess he would just go ahead and catch them out of the air and go ahead and throw them on a uh, throw you them know,
1: on. so I was thinking, I'm like, how's he actually gonna do this right so he's just gonna go from military base to military base, literally just pick it up and just just blast it to the sun, you know, yeah, well, and then
0: I'm like because it's like at that point, isn't he technically committing acts of war if he yeah. infiltrates military bases and takes down their nuclear weaponry like
1: so, my thing is, he's just chilling up there in the sky. Or, he just hears a nuke go off. I don't know. Whatever. But every government that fired a nuke off the, for a test, whatever, it didn't come back down. It didn't explode every time they sent one up. It did not come back down.
0: Yeah, and yeah.
1: after Superman made the statement of, I'm going to get rid of all of them. Was it, were they just launching all of them because Superman said that?
0: Maybe so. Maybe it was like, yeah, you know what? Let's help him out. Let's go ahead and throw this on out there for the man.
1: Like, is that what they were doing or was this just nuclear tests that he was interfering with and catching them and, you know, putting them in the net?
0: That's a a good question. I couldn't, uh, I couldn't tell you for sure. One way or another, exactly. I would like
1: to it. think the governments were helping him. I would like to think they were like, all right, you know, 4th of July style, or not, that's in bad taste, not USA style, but like in, <laughs> I don't know, just uh in the ceremonious fashion, let's send them all up, you know? We're not actually blowing up the earth. We're, I don't know, but I guess maybe that's my favorite shot, is him whipping all the nukes around and just launching it towards the. What, sun. Uh, what fucking. Uh, what? What's oh, yeah, what is that called?
0: Cross country, track and field fucking. Shot, no, not shot put. Not shot put, because that's off the shoulder. Uh, uh, oh, what oh, what is, what that? is
1: that called?
0: That's exactly uh, what he did. Olympic he did, it, he did the where thing where he like spin. swung it above his head and then yeah. threw it, you know? Like he spun in circles and then did the. Yeah, like this perfect thing. form
1: discus but like it's not discus discus either in the discus the athlete stands inside the throwing circle, turns and throws a discus as far as but in the picture it's it's like all of them combined hammer no yeah hammer throw maybe
0: yeah i think it's hammer throw yeah it's hammer throw
1: yeah, hammer. Okay, there it is. Yeah, hammer throw.
0: yeah, because he did it like the exact same way, where he like spun in circles yeah. and then he, like swung it above his head and then threw it. You know, uh, nuke nuclear hammer throw. Nuclear hammer throw, bro. Oh, Into what a sun. fucking banger! Yeah, bang. You know, I before before I do a shot, I'm gonna give you a line because it was just like as soon as I heard it, it was so obviously my favorite line of the movie and might be one of my favorite lines from a Superman movie ever. Um, and it's it's amidst his speech. Like I don't, I don't like particularly the line before it, and I don't particularly like the line after it. I like the line right in the middle where yeah. he says, "I just wish you could all see the Earth the way that I see it."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I fucking love when Superman's a softy about Earth. Uh, the, like one of my favorite comic panels of all time because it's. Just, I mean, one of my favorite Superman stories of all time. Is from Superman Red and Blue. And he flies out to space, stops stops there. It's actually one of my screensavers on my phone. Uh, and you, you see him looking at the Earth, and he says, I love you. And it, it looks at his face, and it says, I'm so proud of you. And it's just like, oh, that's so fucking... Like, the first time I read it, bro, I was, like, teary-eyed and stuff. I was like, this is so fucking good. <laughs> and I felt like that line just really, really captured that essence of... Because I love when... I love when Superman loves humanity and loves the people of Earth, even though it's it's not his home planet. It is his found home, you know, and
1: I think it's. I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to say I cried, but like I had a little teary up moment like during the UN and during like at the end there, too. It's kind of it's like it's a feel good like and one one part of my brain, I'm like, man, I wish this could actually be real. On the other half, right. it's like, oh, what like an actual moment? Like, I don't know, like what a cool moment. It's, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, it's, that it is, ah, that's a good line. Fuck. I, I was trying to think of any line at all. I can't, I don't even remember any off the top of my head. Um, Kind of looking through them now, but, I don't know, I really, I really enjoyed his, whenever he did just speak to the world, even though some of it that he said was a little corny. A I got it.
0: I gotta tell you, man, the relief I felt whenever I realized. Because there's a shot where, after the nuclear man picks up the Statue of Liberty, it looks like he is heading like. Straight. i thought
1: the same exact thing dude
0: <laughs> it looked like he was heading straight for the world trade center and i was like no 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 i'm no, like no, when no, this movie no, come no, out no, and
1: i'm like yeah definitely not 2001 and i'm like no way this is happening right i'm like no <laughs>
0: I can't like, tell you how thankful I was whenever he just dropped it in front of the daily planet.
1: And there's like,
0: Oh my God. Oh my God.
1: This actually has like an interesting discussion behind it. Now that we have the ability to like Photoshop, like in we like if we wanted to, we could remove the world trade center from old movies, mm. like remove it completely. And right. would it be better to have a New York city? with no World Trade Centers, like, them photoshopped out, if the movie came out before 2001, would it be better if they're photoshopped out? Or is it better to leave them in? Is it, like, in bad taste to photoshop them out?
0: I think it's it's better to leave them in. I I, Like, Hmm. uh, they existed. There's no reason to wipe them from history, you know? It's just that, like, if there is some sort of movie that I have no, like, if that was what was going to happen with the statue <laughs> of liberty there's no reason for that part of the movie to exist you know like it should it should be it should have been wiped if that's what was going to happen
1: man what does it say that both of our brains when like i mean it was immediate it wasn't oh, no. it, they panned out
0: and they showed him flying with with the fucking statue of liberty and the the twin towers were just on the left side of the screen and i went no no uh I uh and I was I was very thankful cuz I was I was uh, almost like no fucking way. Uh I
1: really thought for a second like there's no way they actually do that. Well, I guess it wouldn't be they wouldn't see it as it would just be I don't know. They it wouldn't would just see be it, like yeah. an
0: unspeakable evil.
1: Yeah. Um wow. Yeah. That's yeah, that's, like that's, it's, that's insane.
0: Oh yeah. So um, I'm 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 glad it didn't didn't happen like that. That would have been uh <laughs> would have been a tough one to talk about. But uh
1: what a way, him putting it back down, though, just plopping it back, like, he gets, like, throw, like, hit at the last second, so he literally, like, throws it at the end, and it just perfectly, like, bang, just sets, like, perfectly back down where it was supposed to go. Um,
0: I might actually change my scene to a, uh, to one that we haven't talked about yet. It's back in Smallville at the very beginning of the movie. Whenever oh, the dude, oh, Whenever the dude's, like, uh, you know, we could just sell that. We could just sell this land, and he's like, "No, I want a farmer. I want a farmer to buy this land." Uh, and like, I loved that he was staunchly just like, like I'm not no, selling like,
1: I'm not, yeah, I'm not letting him build a a mall or a shopping center mean, or whatever. Like, is what he said. You don't yeah. need
0: another. You know, I I loved that shit. I was like, oh, that's so that's so Smallville
1: of him. That's so. And cute. The bank, the bank guy, like playing ball with him, being nice, and then he immediately is like. Well, that's my final answer. I'm not selling it. He goes. Well, then you're as blinded as your father, and you suck. And I'm gonna go away now. He's like, I yeah. don't know. This is really funny how and how fast he turned on him. That
0: fucking baseball into yeah.
1: space. <laughs> Boom. Would have been funny if that came back around. Like uh, oh yeah, like all the way nuclear back man around or something like earth. that. Yeah, like hit nuclear man like later on in the movie, like at the very end. Hmm.
0: Yeah. What a what a flick, man. What a flick. One of my uh. I've been talking a lot about how I really, really like a lot of the choices in this, uh, a lot of the choices in this movie. But one of the absolute worst things I've ever heard sound design wise and editing choices was at the very beginning when he's saving the cosmonaut. There's like this foreboding score while the dude's like floating away. And then they just very abruptly change it to the Superman theme as he's flying out there and then change it back to the music that was playing before. And it's like, oh, man,
1: that was just. wow. what yeah, about in the classroom where Jeremy was, where it was like the clearest voiceover work of all time, like the teacher that was talking and the other student? Like it just did not line yeah. up at all, like whatsoever. Um like what happened there? You know, like why why did that I'm confused as to why that happened. Like
0: uh, you know, sometimes did
1: it's... the did the microphone just not work in that classroom and then they were like, Fuck, now we, we have the film but we just don't have the audio, we just gotta record the audio or were they like, We don't like the voice of this teacher and this student, so let's get some voice actors to fill it in? Right. Or, yeah,
0: I don't. I I couldn't tell you. It was just you never know with those sorts of uh, with the, with those sorts of like voiceover things. The uh, where they plug shit in. I never. Uh, I never know. I never know. Um, but I think I will set on a settle on a favorite shot, and I'm stuck between two. Okay. I like the one where he picks Lex Luthor and Lenny's car up at the end because it so very perfectly matches the, uh, like, Action Comics number one where he's lifting up the car. I feel like Mm. that was a very clear homage.
1: Oh, okay. Um, That's
0: cool. But then uh, the one that I want to go with, I think, just because it's the spirit of the character, is uh, when he's walking with all the kids towards the UN and, like, the crowd of people is Mm. following him i uh i really really loved that i thought that was really cool and uh again love his superman his superman suit like uh i i really do think so far you know there's 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 merit to all the different superman suits you know uh, mm. but i i love the homemade like vibe to this uh to the superman suit that he wears and uh looks fucking great in it christopher reeve so
1: um would you like the Compared to the modern Superman suit, like Man of Steel, mm. um, you prefer this suit than that one?
0: Uh yeah. You know, I think it. Uh, that's the thing is that they work. They work in just different contexts. You yeah. Know, the idea that do. the idea that Henry Cavill's Superman suit is like from Krypton. That's why that suit works. You know, like the 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 way it looks like that. Like, yeah, sure. that's that's an alien ass suit. Uh, the way that Christopher Reeves looks like a homemade can't be 70 suit. I think that's a that's a it's just a personal preference thing and you know uh like I frankly I would love to see Henry Cavill in the Christopher Reeve suit but you know I couldn't see Christopher Reeve in the in the Man of Steel suit. Um I think it I think it just works very specifically for uh for the Superman who is wearing it,
1: you know. Um I might have found my favorite line and it's solely because of the delivery of the line. Oh, I gotta hear it. And it is when the nuclear man came back on the street and he's like, where is she? Where, where? And then he starts shooting around and Superman goes, no, stop, don't do it. The people. Like, yes. Like he like, he like, he, he like, the people. Like, oh, like, uh, that
0: was one of the moments where I was just like, is Christopher Reeve a good actor? Like, <laughs>
1: Or was he acting that way because the plan was to get him inside and close him in the elevator?
0: Oh, maybe he was. Maybe yeah. Maybe he was just egging him on. The people. Yeah, I think Uh, I I think that's what that shit was so funny. I remember thinking like that's
1: gonna be a favorite line. Like he he like literally like almost like got down on two knees and put his arms in the air too. He literally was like, like so distraught too. Like yeah, he was so.
0: God, that was so funny. The
1: people! Uh, but yeah, on IMDb, it's funny. It just It's Nuclear Man, where's the woman? Give it up, you'll never find her! If you will not tell me, I will hurt people. And then in brackets,
0: just... What the fuck did Nuclear Man want with Lacey Warfield?
1: I think he, literally, it was one of the first women that he saw on the planet, and he's like, oh, ooga booga. And he's like, I want you. Okay. It's kind of like a Selena scene, uh, the guy... Gotcha. The off-brand okay. Tom Cruise and being like, "You will be by my side when I rule the world." I think it's.
0: Cruz, I love it. it. Yeah. Uh, I love it. That's how he is retroactively referred to on this. <laughs> I pod. have no
1: idea his character. Yeah, what his name. Is. He's
0: just. He's just off-brand Tom Cruise. But Put it in uh, brackets,
1: it just says "nuclear man." Begins to cause mass destruction. And then the line of Superman saying, stop, don't do it. The people. (laughs) I just love that. It's like, he literally, like, why does Superman let him do that though? He let him kill so many people. Like, so many people had to have died right there. He blew up so many cars. He started so many fires. Like, dude started just wrecking shit. And all he could do was, oh, the people. But yeah. There's a uh, i guess I that, that's where I'll settle that's on the line standing,
0: though oh i love it, i love it <laughs> what a fucking movie dude i yeah, and you know i'm i'm sitting here and i'm surprising i'm surprisingly high on it, you know uh like, that's the it thing. yeah
1: and it i don't know i'm let's see Superman three was a four point five um, I guess do we want do we want to get into there? Yeah, the ratings. Yeah, let's right?
0: go ahead and hit the hit the rating section. Let me lay it lay it out for the people. We got four different ratings. We've got the enjoyment rating, which is just completely subjective, how much the movie is resonating with us on a per, personal level. Uh we give that a rating out of 10. We've got genre rating, and this is uh it's how well it fulfills its genre, and I'd say this one's pretty much just action adventure, uh, maybe even a little bit of a p- political movie um mm, yeah uh, action adventure feels more fitting uh, action adventure sci-fi and then uh we got adaptation rating which is just how well they adapted the stories from the comics that came before it uh, how well they captured the spirit of the character and and the villains and stuff and how well they portrayed it on screen you know we wanted adaptation to be separate from our enjoyment and separate from our critical rating because you know there are good movies that are bad adaptations and there are bad movies that are good adaptations. So it's, uh it'll be, it's not, not always the same, not always in the same boat. So we, we wanted to give adaptation its whole separate rating. And then lastly, we got critical rating, which is just all in all, all the things that go into filmmaking, acting, direction, writing, score, all those things come into play. Uh, and that's where we get objective. Give that a rating out of 10. We take the average of these four scores and it becomes our rating for the movie. So, Shall we begin
1: with enjoyment? We shall. And um, looking at our our older um, ones. So Superman 3 was a four and a half and Batman 66 was a five. We said Batman 66 was about middle of the road. I'm going to
0: go gut. My instant feeling was like six and a half.
1: So about a little bit more than Howard the Duck. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'd it revisit like,
0: it sooner than I would Howard the duck. Definitely.
1: Oh yeah, I yeah. But well, not that's Superman. The thing it's not like Superman the way we is.
0: talked about Superman yeah. 3 is that like if I was on a Superman binge watch and I watched Superman 1 and 2, might as well watch 3. Fuck, I might just skip 3 and go straight to 4. Yeah,
1: honestly. Like I
0: really I really really like 4. Uh, I really enjoy watching this movie. Um you know, I don't want to say really really like because it's not not entirely accurate, but uh it was it was more than solid, <laughs> and I'll probably revisit it. You know, like uh, mm-hmm. I had I had a really good time watching this movie.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think six and a half works well. I think that because I can't I can't give it a seven. I can't put it on the same level as Superman two. No, uh, I can't. I cannot
0: confidently tell you that I, I liked it as much as I liked Superman two. But
1: as far, no oh, yeah, six and a half, sitting right so far, I think. Which all is right. crazy did not did, would not have thought that um at all no, and I have
0: a feeling i have i have the distinct feeling that that will probably be the high point
1: of yeah. of this rating fair um i guess genre wise it didn't do like it didn't too do terrible bad. but it
0: didn't do uh it didn't do great i don't think uh you know uh I think that the action in this movie was fun, but it wasn't uh i i take the action in Superman two II and three. Like, I'd, I'd even take the action in three more than I would take the action in this, I think. Uh, the way they, like, kicked off the movie with, like, the car filling up with water and stuff
1: and, and uh,
0: you know, Gus Gorman falling out. I thought Aquaman
1: was in that movie because of that, dude. Yeah, I, right. like, can you... That car just spontaneously started filling up with water. To me, that's how mm-hmm. it happened, you know? So I'm like, ah, oh, here's Aquaman. But no, yeah, no, that... No, uh, no, de- no big, uh... Connected no, universe is quite over. quite yet. Just the quadrilogy, um, with a little feature of Supergirl too. A, maybe a maybe a quintology. Uh, a Qu- a quintology. A, a, a it's kind of like a Supergirl was kind of like a like a Rogue One compared yeah. to like Star Wars. <laughs> it's, yeah, it was, it's just kind of like a you know
0: it a, was literally three point five, so it'd literally be Rogue One. So uh,
1: I didn't even really mean to do that. I yeah, wow. Exactly. Um, I okay, there we go. Um, I, you know, I'm actually,
0: I do think this movie knew what it was a little bit more than Superman three did though. You know, I think this movie did almost exactly what it set out to do. I just think that I'm, I'm willing to guarantee studio heads really, really fucked this one. Um, again, a movie being produced by a massive media company that is critiquing the media and critiquing the, uh, the war machine of the United States and of the world, you know, the rich people who run that movie company are probably not super fond of a lot of the stuff in this movie. Um, I'd be willing to bet a lot of stuff got left on the cutting room floor, but genre wise, I still, I still find myself thinking it knows what it is far more than Superman three did. Um, okay. So I mean, that's, I think I might come down at about a six
1: about, yeah. Tied with Batman 66. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean it sounds about right. It's not like I think the like where does it suffer on the superhero-y, action-y um I mean the stuff, like, the stuff the, in space is
0: it, it's it's a struggle, you know? Like yeah, I, I, it, I did is, I did right. not have fun watching it. and like the fact that it really is like twenty-ish minutes of an action sequence starting on the ground yeah. there and then taking it up into space. I think I think it was just a bit much, especially considering that this movie is only an hour and a half. I didn't feel like they cut any of that fight, which is ridiculous. If there was anything from this movie you needed to cut down on, it was that fight. Um.
1: Yeah. No, but you know uh, that
0: that said, I might go a little lower. Um, Okay. Like five and a half.
1: I think that might be more fair, because Batman sixty six. It knew it was a funny movie, you know, like it it was a comedy and it knew that, um, the way, you know, they focused way more on that. And this, I think like genre, it's, it's basically like how well or how much they knew what they were doing. I, but I think the execution of it also like matters. It's not just critically like where the execution comes in. I think like it matters how well they actually perform the superhero duties of a movie and yeah, the, the action just wasn't, wasn't quite there. Um, the villain was again, just kind of weird. Um, but a little bit, uh, I'd say uh, just that little edge above Superman three, though is fair. So at five and a half. Alrighty. righty works for me.
0: Adaptation wise, I'm left in a pretty solid spot. You know, nuclear man not being a, a comic character does kind of hurt it a little bit, um, but I think they got the spirit of Superman even more than Superman three did. Um, mm. I think that uh, Superman was as like the way Superman was in this movie is how I would like Superman to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah. I think that I think that it kind of recaptured what we were getting out of Superman one and two. It just didn't have the the means to expand upon it a lot. Um, So, you know, I think I fall probably at about... Probably, again, at about a six and a half, maybe a seven. Uh,
1: Did it do as well as Superman 2, do you think?
0: No, I can't confidently say it did. Uh, We got General Zod and stuff in that movie. uh, Yeah. It was at least the villain was comic book based. You know, we got the return of Lex Luthor and stuff, but uh, the activation of nuclear man, I think six and a
1: half is a fair place to spot it right in between, between.
0: Superman three and Superman two. That's
1: perfect. That does work out well. Bang. OK, there we go. Now, this is interesting here, critically. Um.
0: Given our previous scores, I have no choice but to go with a four. Maybe. I, th- I think four. I think four. It's not, uh, it had the bones, but it couldn't get there. You know, like it was, uh, yeah. It had the means to be a good movie. It just felt like it was hindered, useless on the cutting room floor. Um,
1: Yeah, I can't. Yeah, there's no way. Like it's it's not really middle of the road.
0: No, it's it's yeah. not an average movie. It is a below average movie. Uh as far as the filmmaking side of things is concerned, the the direction doesn't stand out. The writing is a little a little lackluster, you know, we were poking holes all over this all over this bitch uh earlier mm. in the podcast. Uh the visual effects, I don't think uh I don't even think the flying in this movie was as good as it was in Supergirl. Like that was Yeah interesting to me um
1: yeah (coughs) that is weird the flying looked so good um like before i don't i don't know how like they messed it up unless it's just simply because they have to do more of it um right like they have they just have way more flying shots than than they used to um but hmm. yeah i think I think 4 is fair. What does that shake it out to be? Let's see. It makes it a uh, Superman foe. Hey. A. Oh, it's not in there. 4. 5.63. So about a 56%. Right. Well, a little bit above. Okay. Yeah, the enjoyment. Yeah. And adaptation. That's That's, yeah. Everything was a little bit above middle of the road besides critically. And that was it. And that makes mm-hmm. sense.
0: Um, really, really hindered this movie.
1: So where does uh, that let's see, five six three? That puts it above Batman sixty six, but below Howard the Duck. Um Howard the Duck is a five seven five.
0: Um Alright, so like a fifty eight percent compared to a fifty six percent.
1: So uh, pretty pretty um equatable, actually. Yeah, not Pretty so equivalent. Not
0: too, far, I'd say. not too far removed from each other. But uh where do you have this movie in your personal rankings like what would you what would you label like like so far uh, as
1: as as far as the project goes
0: as far as the yeah as far as the project has come
1: Hmm. Superman one is by far still the best. that's without a doubt and I think Superman Two follows. i think I'm kind of at like a tide for for uh for a third. Like, Howard the Duck, Superman 4, and Batman 66 are all kind of just around the same. You have to be in a mood for each of them, I feel like. And they're both all just kind of Mm good-ish movies, if I need a random movie to watch, like, at the time. Yeah, right. And then Superman 3 and and Supergirl is where I can actually say, like, I don't know if I enjoyed this action. Like, I don't know if I want to go back to that. Mm -hmm. uh, So I feel like... Superman one that's in a tier by itself right now. Uh, Superman two is kind of comfortably in second. And then the three Howard, the duck, Superman four and Batman 66 are in that weird kind of tied for third. realm.
0: I get you. I get you. Yeah. I have Superman one at one Superman two at two. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go firmly Superman four at three. Um, Okay. I I just think I would, I would confidently revisit it before I would Howard, the duck or Batman. Um,
1: true
0: howard the duck at 4 batman 66 at 5 superman 3 at 6 and supergirl at 7
1: i was in those three howard the duck superman 4 and batman 66 if there is one that is above the rest it would be this movie um i'd say like howard the duck might have been able to get there um i don't really know what it could have improved on to i don't know i don't know what it really needed to get there necessarily but um this movie just like could have just so obviously benefited from just a little bit more time like just a little bit more time a little bit more time with the characters some other storyline I don't know introduced whatever they cut out um would have I don't know would have helped a lot here but I guess we got what we got um do you know if there is a director's cut of this one
0: I don't believe there is not one oh, been, man. Uh, not one that's been released widely, but uh, I feel like it's one that could have actually benefited from it. I feel like this one's just missing some elements that were almost certainly posed as and probably filmed at some point. You know, uh, I dig that Christopher Reeve had a hand in crafting the story. I feel like that comes through a little bit, you know. I think mm-hmm. that he he knew what he wanted Superman to be, and I think he got to do it more than he had in previous movies. Here, They just didn't have a just didn't have the screen time to pull it off as effectively as they would have liked to. Um,
1: yeah. Well, I guess uh, I don't know. I, I I'm curious to see if like a five six like a middle of the road movie, if that will be near the bottom. Or if that's like or if that actually true, middle I of the road, middle. yeah. Um, which I, I think movies will tend to be more middle of the road or higher. Um, yeah, just strictly so. off enjoyment and adaptation, I feel like those, they those two categories will in genre. If it, it, like I don't know, it, it, it critically is really the the one where it can get low low very mm-hmm. easily. Um, yeah. I think, but I guess adaptation can get pretty low. I mean, Supergirl,
0: uh, Supergirl was down horrendous. That's that's still 20 percent lower than every other movie we've got so far uh, at a 34 percent at over overall. Yeah. Which okay. is like it's just a, it's just a bad movie, you know, like and I have a feeling that will not be the last bad movie we encounter. Uh, mm. Bad and unenjoyable, you know, <laughs> uh, I think uh, I think that, you know, there are a lot of movies that have charm. And are fun to watch, but are bad. It will be more rare for us to find movies that are bad and have no charm and are not fun to watch. Um, <laughs> like there, mm. there will be a few, but uh, hopefully they're few and far between. Um, oh, it'll be
1: fun! It'll be fun.
0: Yeah, I was just, I was just genuinely shocked at how much I enjoyed watching this movie. Yeah. I expected it fully to be far lower than this is uh, way better than ended up being.
1: Way better than I thought it was going to be. And Hell it's still yeah. about middle of the roadish. Just a little bit more. Just a little tick above.
0: Yeah, 56%. Not bad. Not bad. But with that, if you would, head to patreon.com slash Pod, where you'll find over 50 hours of exclusive content, including comic book reviews, book reviews, and all sorts of movie reviews. If we're currently covering, you know, uh, just... Uh, but so what day is this coming out? February 17th. Uh, I, I believe that just today Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania, is released.
1: No and way. I can't wait to see it.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm so today, excited. I
1: can't wait to go to the theater. Watch it yeah, today. I'm,
0: I'm so excited. <laughs> I think I might, I might've even saw it last night. I don't know. Couldn't tell you.
1: Oh, um, oh, actually, yeah, it was really good.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, Kang, what's not to like about Jonathan Majors? Uh, but, uh, more on that on Patreon dot com slash PennyBloomPod. That's where all of our all of our current comic book coverage will be happening until it comes up in this project for the main show. Um, so I'll be a couple years down the line that we we talk Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania, but uh, next week for this project you can expect Batman nineteen eighty nine, where we will be joined by Blaine Rizach, who is a co host on. DCEU on repeat and MCU on repeat. He's a, uh, a long, long time friend of the pod and uh, we're, we're long time friends of their pod as well. Repeat studios, very cool people over there and Blaine. I'm I'm excited to have Blaine on next week for Batman 1989. If you would head to Twitter, follow at pennybloompod, follow on Instagram at pennybloompodcast. Remember to keep up with us on our Game of Thrones rewatch podcast. Winter is blooming Uh, We've made it, uh, we're making some progress. You got to go check that out. Uh, Rewatch Game of Thrones with us. Um, Hell yeah, I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie.
1: Oh, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here.
0: Oh, and it is always a pleasure to have you. Remember to come back next week for Batman 1989. And lastly, remember, peace, love, and bloom. And I just wish you could all see the earth as I do.